Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. Investors, today we meet a man who says we can build our nest egg up to $4 million by the time we are 65 using our CPF accounts. How does this work? Remember, Warren Buffett says risk comes from not knowing what you are doing. So today we're going to get really specific on using our CPF to build our retirement scheme. In 1998, he lost more than $100,000 through losses in the stock and property markets through the Asian financial crisis. But my guest today met a personal finance mentor who introduced him to the power of compound interest. And together we with his wife, Liu Cheng Chuan, began the journey of rebuilding their retirement nest egg, leveraging their CPF special accounts. All throughout this session, I want you to be aware of the interest that your different CPF accounts pay you. You're going to listen out for those rates, all right? Most of us manage our balance in our OA through our employer contributions, but that's 2.5% interest, and that's nowhere near the 4% rate that Medisafe and our special accounts and Enjoy. So what do you need to do to build your retirement egg up to $4 million? First up, let's welcome Lu Cheng Chuan. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm great. Thanks for inviting me to the show. Always a thrill to speak with you. First up, help us understand, how far are you from that $4 million yourself? <laughs> so, okay, so uh, I actually started the movement. Uh, it's called 1M65, so a million by 65 years old. So I've always uh, felt that um, that the CPF, given its very high interest, especially in a special and medisafe account, and for some of the uh, the the audience, uh, you may not know, but the CPF special account has a four percent interest, um, and and actually uh, you can go as high as a five or six percent interest, uh, depending on your age and segment, your amount. But basically four percent, and that's the same for your medisafe account. So if you let that compound for a long period of time, you actually get a lot of money. So when I was at uh, 30 years old, like what Michelle said, I had a, I had the privilege of meeting a financial guru mm-hmm. who taught me about this, uh, this compound interest and uh, this secret of uh, CPF. So I, I've uh, put uh, money in, fill up my special account, and I am keenly aware that many people are actually very upset with the government uh, that, that, that makes uh, a lot of restriction on the special account. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the truth is that those are, those actually help you to uh, make a million dollars. So I filled up my special account and my Medisafe account then. It was about 130000 That was the max you can ever put in. Mm-hmm. So me and my wife, uh, and I calculated that uh, basically by the time we retired, uh, we were have $1 million combined. What, what surprises me was that uh, that formula simply says that if I put $130,000 each into our special uh, Medisafe account combined, mm-hmm. Uh, we do not need to work anymore for the rest of our life and we still have $1 million waiting for us upon retirement. Which means that if I continue to work at, uh, at, at 30 years old to, to 65 years old, I will have much more than $1 million. So wow. when, I cross, when I cross 45 years old, our combined uh, CPF uh, exceeded uh, $1 million. So that's, that's no longer a target, but that's real. Uh, right now, we are looking at about 1.35 million uh, in our account combined. Wow! So I'm on I'm on track uh, to hit uh, four million uh, by the time I'm 65. Uh, so right now, 
not there yet, but I'm really a uh, we are really uh, across a, a million dollars uh, uh, when I was uh, 45 years old. I'm now 47, so so uh, in good it has a good run and it will it will continue a good run to four million dollars. Fantastic! You're such an inspiring story, Mr. Liu. Now, remind for the listener. I know the answer to this, but I want the listener to be clear. You are not paid a single cent by CPF for talking about this, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I started this movement uh, in about 2015, um, and 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 the the simple story was that uh, I I was invited. I was trying to keep this kung fu, so as to say, kung fu secret of making money from CPF to myself. But uh, I was uh, discovered by CPF that hey, this guy must be making a lot of money from uh, from this uh, CPF. Why not share the secret uh, kung fu to the rest of people? And I was invited to a talk uh, where there was a lot of retirees. And when I shared this uh, when I shared this story uh, that I managed to save a lot of money in CPF, uh, after the talk, about maybe twenty or thirty people crowd around me simply with one a voice uh, crying out, why didn't you tell me earlier? Uh, it was a very heart-wrenching uh, experience. And, and then I realized that many Singaporeans need to hear it. So I started this uh, altruistic non-profit movement called, called 1065, where I just aggressively go out and reach out to people and tell them this thing. Today, this, uh, this talk, including uh, the one that I'm having you right now, will be my 81th Talk. Fantastic! So I, wow, I like being in the eight number. We all know that's and, and a good I've one. never, I say again, never in my life collected mm-hmm. a cent uh, for doing uh, this. So I'm, I'm keeping it uh, altruistic. I'm keeping it uh, public spirited. Well, thank you for sharing your kung fu secrets of money with us. So, is the essence most people are unhappy because they want to get their hands on their CPF money and spend it? But is the essence of your program really about transferring money from your OA to your SA for the highest interest rates? Yeah, let me give an analogy. Many of our forefathers, uh, including our grandparents, or maybe even our parents. They made a lot of money on their properties. Now, you don't make those money anymore in property. But those days, they make a lot of money in property. It's simply because they bought the property and left it there. They don't want to look at the price every day. They don't buy and sell, buy and sell property every day. And, but they left it there and let what we call the power of compounding uh, do its job. And as a result, after 10, 20, 30 years, the property becomes double or triple the price. It's the same for almost every investment including your CPF and in some sense, including stocks as well. You got to let the power compounding take its cost. You don't go and touch it. You let it compound. And over time, uh, it will accumulate to some phenomenal number. So in some sense, while we want to touch our CPF, the very act of touching a CPF will be analogous to buying your property and buy selling it every week or every day. Now that don't happen, right? Mm. So therefore, for your CPF, if you were to touch it and then and then and then and then put it back, touch it and put it back, touch it and put it back, or just touch it and spend it, you don't let that power compounding take place. So in in the, some sense now I, I, I say this many times. You 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 may not like the government, you may not like a CPS, but you have no reason not to like their money. Right? <laughs> so so therefore if the CPF makes you so much money, why not let uh let, why not enjoy this money? Why not let the power compounding do its run? So the lockup actually plays to our favor. The lockup of CPF plays to our favor uh, by allowing the power compounding to run its course. So I'm a big uh, supporter of uh, 
of a of a uh, prolonged lockup uh, of the CPF uh, to the time we retire. In essence, this is the best of passive investing, isn't it? Um, well, it depends who you talk to. For me, yes, mm. because the risk is nearly zero minus right. policy risk. Or if the government have uh, you know, the PAP have voted out, I don't know what will happen to when an, an next party joins it. But taking those those politi- uh, political and policy risks aside, this is the most riskless 4% uh, I've ever seen in my life. Because there's no sales charge, no setup fees, no transaction fees, but there are opportunity costs, Mr. Liu. We have to talk about it. When you move money from your OA to your SA, you can't move it back. And people use their OA to pay their mortgage, for example, right? Yeah. Okay. So this is now maybe, if you allow me now to move the essence of from a 1M65 move to a 4M65, mm. the, the Kung Fu steps up, right? From a level 1 now move, move to a level 5, right? Okay. So it, it, is, it is, what I suggest to people is that, first of all, of course, you've got to take care of your own house, okay? Buy a humble, buy a humble um, HTV flat, okay? Uh, and that, but humble as in just meet, meet your needs. I'm not a big, I'm not a big um, advocate of, buying private property because they are too expensive. Mm. And, you know, some of the space are even less than that of a HDB. I, I'm, I'm a multi-millionaire. I still stay in HDB because it provides the best value and I'm still very comfortable about it. Mm. So with, with you not buying a private property, most HDB, unless you buy those multi, uh, this million dollar HDB, but most HDB BTOs allow you to, to, to pay for mortgages and with some leftover. With those leftovers, actively accumulate your special account and your MediSafe account, okay? So over time, you'll find that, oh, I've hit my max in my special account. I can't put it anymore. And then your your ordinary account will start to accumulate. Now, you and your wife, which you actively work, now with those money, I would suggest that you put, now because in the, operate, in the ordinary account, it gives you only a 2.5% return. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not bad compared to that of a, of a fixed deposit, but, but it's very low compared to other investment returns. So back to your question, I strongly advise everybody to take a long-term view to put those op- uh, ordinary account savings into the S&P 500 uh, investment. Now, today, I think there's only one company uh, that allows uh, that to happen. I think uh, they got approval recently from from uh, CPF. Uh, the name of the company is Endowers. I'm not related. Yep. I've I'm had them related. on the show as well, yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm not related to them. Mm. I know them well, but I'm not related. I don't have any investment in them. But mm. they are the only company right now that CPF has uh, allowed the, the, to to purchase the S&P 500. Okay, so I why, why S&P 500? Correct. So S&P 500 is one of the few index that's proven it's worth over time to compound at 7 to 7 to 10% uh, compound uh, interest. Mm. So compound growth rate. So so therefore, and, and and if you hold it long enough, you know, in a five, if you hold it only for five years, maybe ten years, then you will see fluctuations. But almost, uh, if you hold it for twenty, thirty years, you will see the kind of compound rate, and that's phenomenally high. So, so if you allow that to happen, um, then you will see your your ordinary account accumulate very fast. So, if you go back to my case study of myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I'm about 1.35 million. Wow. If I put everything into every ordinary account dollar into the into the S&P 500, 
by the time I'm 65, I would have about $5 million. Because the S&P 500 compounds, I would see about $1 over million, one over million dollars, uh, to, were coming from S&P 500 and the rest from my uh, CPF, Ordinary Special Account and MediSafe account. So, so just to make it very clear, the CPF, Special Account, MediSafe account, and ordinary accounts still bear the bulk, sorry, special account, many safe account, still bear the bulk of my returns. Mm. But the rest of it will come from uh, S&P 500 compounding. Got it. So what are the targets that I'm setting for myself if I want to reach 4 million by 65? How much do I have to have in my MediSafe and special accounts? Depends on your age as well, right? Of course. So now I'm reaching out, first of all, to young adults, mm. okay? Time is on your side. The future, uh, the future is on your side, right? So, allow yourself fill up your special account and your MediSafe account as fast as possible, right? Keep your what we call a FRS, formerly known as the CPF minimum sum, uh, full retirement sum. So, I think today the amount is one hundred eighty-one thousand dollars in your special account. Try as, as much as possible actively transfer your ordinary account to special account. Fill it up, okay? So, with that that amount will compound to some phenomenal number when uh, when you retire and and you know i've done that uh, i i i don't i i didn't even do that by 30 years so i was uh, 130000 but it's enough 130000 is enough then the second thing is that husband and wife i encourage both to work okay now some people ask me whether is it possible for you to hit 4m65 uh, alone, uh, so if alone means uh, you know 2m65 is it, is it does it work that way mm. i said no because as economies of scale, as husband and wife work together, they do some load sharing of of, uh, of expenses of the house, mortgages, and cars, and all this. So, so I encourage both husband and wife to work, okay, as much as you can, uh, and and just let the the just let the power of compounding do its job. You don't do much extra, and have the guts to just actively pour put your ordinary account into S and P five hundred without the need to time the market, without need to to feel, uh, you know, am I, am I putting in the right time, right place, or whatever. And just let power compounding do its job. All right. Let the power of compounding do its job. Although in times like this, people look at the stock market, where it's heading, they look at the price of gold going up, and they think, I know I can use my CPF to buy gold. So what do you think of that trade-off? That, you know, should I, should they put it in their MetaSafe or special account or S&P 500 or should they be looking at, they do have an option of using CPF for, for to, to buy gold, yes? They, well, the, the question is this. In all investment, the right thing to do is to look for a, to look for an asset that compounds, okay? Hmm. Now, you can have one-off gains, right? Someone said that, you know, if I... Uh, Buy total. If I strike it, I have got a million dollars or half a million dollars, right? Mm. Yes, I say yes. No, even I, let's say you are lucky, I let you strike it, but it's not compounding, right? right. So it's a one-off gain. Now, gold possibly has the same effect. Now, gold to me is a crisis asset, meaning that whenever you hit crisis, war, uncertainty, um, loss of faith in financial system, coronavirus, uh, these are the times where where gold begin to to glitter really brightly, mm. but it doesn't compound. So you may make one of gain, okay, but it doesn't compound. On the other hand, if you invest in the S and P five hundred, put money in your special account, yes, it's a, like a way of the turtle, right? It's very slow, but it's going, going like a like going, 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 and it grows, right? Mm. And the good thing about exponential uh, compounding graphs is that. 
it starts off slow and then it bends up uh, into a phenomenal height. So, so uh, in later years, uh, you will see phenomenal growth. So I'm in uh, that phase of my life right now. I see phenomenal growth in my CPF, and it's I can you know I can tell you it's very enjoyable. <laughs> I can hear it. I think it's very inspiring to hear that it's achievable. Um, there are people out there, although, who want to use their CPF ordinary account to pay off that the biggest loan that most of us would take, their housing loan. Do you still have an outstanding housing loan, or is that completely paid off with your OA? Okay, so I strongly advise. No, no, I, maybe the right word is, I can't advise you what to do, but what I do, I'll share with people. Mm. Now, the, the commercial interest rate right now uh, for for bank loans, I think, hovers around 1.3% or so. And that's, so. In, and I use cash to pay for that because I want to leave my CPF uh, uh, in the ordinary account or I use uh, the money to put into uh, highly compounding uh, asset like S&P 500. But some, so I've, I've, I prefer for most people to leave their money in the CPF ordinary account because it earns 2.5%. So here you use cash and pay for 1.3%. Um, and there you leave the money there to go at 2.5%. You make the difference. It's an arbitraging. So in some sense, some now Asian, especially some, some religion, some, some, some race, love to declare that I'm debt-free. Yes. Some some debts are not uh, are not unhealthy, and this happened to be one of them. All right, how did you achieve this? How did it come to you to you know up the the limit from your movement was initially called one million by sixty five, and then now it's four million by sixty five. Why did you make that jump? Well, it's uh, I I hate to say this, but uh, thanks to the coronavirus, <laughs> uh, because I. Because of the, I used to fly a lot uh, in my business and work, and because of coronavirus, I've been locked up at home and uh, can't do anything. So I decided that, you know, like those kung fu masters hide in the cave and <laughs> and uh, and look out and 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 try to you know uh, iterate and uh, and develop new financial uh, growth strategy that I can share with the people. And and through through this experience, I found that hey, you know. Um, I've always wanted to know how much will I have uh, when I when I reach uh, 65, and when I crunched the numbers using my rudimentary Excel skills, I found that oh, I could shoot beyond four million. Wow. So I I have a Telegram group. Uh, it's uh, you can look for it at Lou uh, Tel uh, Lou One M Six Five I've got uh, many fans, uh, six thousand fans, and I and I got about ten of them to help me who are good Excel and finance experts. Wow. And I shared a and I shared especially with them. The funny thing is that most of them come back, come back with higher numbers. Wow! So they say that Lou, Lou, you have been too um, too conservative on this assumption. Lou have been wrong with this Excel formula, and most of them come up with way above four million dollars. Then I realized that oh, I discovered something interesting, and, mm. I, and I developed this strategy, and I called it four M six five. Took the industry by storm because. Um, nobody believes that you can make uh, money out of CPF of that phenomenal amount. Is there a limit to how much money I can make off this 4% rate in my Medisave and SA? Yes. So the limit is, okay, there, there are limits and there are ways to work around it. The limit is imposed by, number one, the cap of $181,000. Uh, that's uh, what we call full retirement sum, FRS. Hmm. However, the salary that you make, okay, and the bonus that you get, can go beyond this amount. On top of that, your interest that you get from your FRS will stay within the FRS. 
So therefore, it is possible for you to exceed 181,000. So mine is uh, way above 181,000 right now because I continue to work and and uh, and put money in. Now, a little CPF hack that I will make it exclusively for you guys uh, over the air right now is this. It is it is the the lim- there's a limit contribution of thirty seven thousand seven seven hundred dollars or so um, every year that you can put in, but that that's through your salary and job, but that's per job, meaning that you can exceed the limit if you have two jobs. Now most people don't have two jobs, right? But uh, but uh, if you can find yourself uh, to work in two jobs, mm-hmm. you can have in theoretically you can double that limit. Now I work in two jobs. That's why I found I found it by accident. So that's also one of the reasons why my CPF compounds extremely fast. Okay, so that's because uh, uh, that is a interesting CPF hack uh, mm. that we found out. Yes. Thank and you it's so not much. a loophole. It's not a loophole. Mm-hmm. I don't think CPF uh, thinks of it as a loophole. Uh, it is a something they encourage everybody to do. Yeah, you're making us work harder than ever. You're the hardest working millionaire I know, Mr. Liu. <laughs> now listen, recently the S&P 500, even the NASDAQ ended lower. Uh, that was just yesterday. It was pulled down by Amazon, Microsoft, uh, the big name leaders of Wall Street's recent rally, right? So when things like this happen and you know your OA is in the S&P 500, how do you manage your emotions as an investor? Okay, so first of all, you gotta have faith and and know that the S and P the the S and P five hundred it's a it's a, it has a track record of hundred over years of phenomenal growth. There will be spurious period, spurious um, volatility uh, over this period, but so far over the last hundred years, you will see that there are almost no. Uh, 20, 30 years gap where it did not grow phenomenally. Okay, so allow yourself some fluctuations in a five to ten year period, and 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 the power of compounding will take its course uh, beyond that. Now, when we look at the coronavirus, it looks like a it looks like a painful one in a you know one in a hundred years crisis, and it probably is. But let's not forget that over the last one hundred years, the world has gone through World War One, World War Two. The Great Depression, the oil crisis, um, Asia financial crisis, SARS, uh, September 11, and so on. The S&P 500 survives them all. Okay, so therefore we should have faith that even in bigger crises, uh, the S&P 500 has survived them all. There's no reason why they can't survive the, uh, the current coronavirus crisis. And let's not forget that there is an there is an unprecedented um, support of government from the Federal Reserve and the U.S. government uh, in trillions of dollars right, to, to help the economy. And we call, we call the uh, Fed uh, support the QE Unlimited, mm. Quantitative Easy Unlimited. Now, that has really uplifted the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ uh, to very high levels. In fact, the NASDAQ has, broke, has broken record um, from its previous high uh, in the midst of this crisis. That's ridiculous, right? So, so I'm, I'm not... I'm not I'm not grumbling because I've got money inside uh, both uh, indices and uh, of a pretty high value. Mm. But I, I, I want to encourage all investors to take faith. You know, allow the fluctuations to happen. Stay, uh, time, 
the time invested is more important than trying to time the market, right? So, so I think that's something that we all should, should be mindful of. Thank you for opening our eyes to the power of compound interest. I hope one day you come up with a movement that's CPF Unlimited. That's a a good tagline. That's a good tagline, Michelle. You're wonderful to speak with. Thank you so much. Lu Cheng Chuan, founder of the 1 million by 65 movement. It's now a 4 million by 65 movement. You've been listening to Money FM. This is Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.